since I did this. It's hard for me to remember how to do it. We've been on break. We did this with three of the four of you a few weeks ago. It was very popular videos and episodes. And uh, I think it's because you're so wise. Yeah. So make sure you guys talk nice and loud. I'll get these close to you. You don't have to touch them. You just speak up. Okay? Okay. So, uh, yeah, I loved doing the podcast with you last time. Had a great time talking with you guys. Chicken, you were in Hawaii. Yeah. So, sadly, you were in Hawaii. It was very sad. Yeah, suffering. Suffering. Tell us uh, one quick highlight. The best part of Hawaii. The Warfields. There we go, girl. What was the second best part? What did you enjoy and will remember about Hawaii? When I got scared by a turtle. Oh. A sea turtle? Mm Mm-hmm. How, no, tell us, well, what was turtle. a human turtle? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what was happening? What you were swimming in the yeah, I was swimming in like this dark water and then it came at me, but I only saw like a dark sheep coming at me. I couldn't tell it was then a turtle. She got scared. And then I, but at some point, you scared. at some point, you could see it better. Yeah, when it came, it's like swam right by me, so I could see she it. She said then. it was like this close to her, like did you, the microphone. If you latch on, you could be fine. Did you actually end up swimming with it? It swam past me. It scared me, and then it ran away. It <laughs> swam away. But... How big was this thing? It's big. Oh, it was it's a pretty turtle. good size. Mm-hmm. You can eat one of those. You know, if you get stranded at sea in a boat, that's one of the, like a little little raft or something. Oh, like remember on a, what was that movie we saw? Castaway. Castaway. While the guy's on the boat. Wills. Oh. Oh. Um, I'm broken. Oh uh, yeah, I was trying. Me and Audrey were talking about this morning. You catch turtles. And because they're slow, yeah. and then you drink their blood. There's not a lot of meat. You Why just, do you drink their blood? It has nutrients. Is it gross? It's disgusting. Yeah, I'm, but it's either that or starve to death slowly on a boat. So <laughs> when you get hungry enough, you'll get desperate. So, yes, Zissa? Oh, you speak nice and loud. Is Castaway the one where it's Wilson? What is it, Wilson? Yeah, that's right. You remember that one? I remember we got a volleyball with them. That's what our life's going to be like here in about 30 days. Mm-hmm. Remember when the ball actually went down the street? Make sure you talk toward the mic, okay? Okay. <clears throat> um, okay. Yes, so good. You were in Hawaii. You enjoyed that and the war fields. That's great. Um, so we're going to talk in general today about coronavirus and being <laughs> locked up in the house. And Oh, that's a good timing. You start coughing. <laughs> Is that a dry cough? Yeah. You have a fever? No, but I felt like I was going to throw up earlier. You did? Oh. Get him out. Naturally, it's kind of hot. I'll say. I like your throat. <laughs> I don't mean it that way. I did throw up last night. You did? Yeah, but was, I was. Well, I was we stuck. ate a bunch of junk food. Oh. So. What did you eat? Pizza and ice cream and chocolate. Bunch of chocolate. Yeah, we <laughs> ate that whole. Hershey's. You literally ate until you threw up. Yep. <laughs> she got this giant Hershey, like this big. Hershey kiss. You got one? No, chicken. Oh, I for got your birthday. One. And, we and we ate it, it all. Speaking of birthday. Well, you just had a birthday. Mm-hmm. Now, both of you, Zissa, did. When was your birthday, Zissa? March 7th. And how old are you now? Nine. 
Yeah. Do you feel nine? No, I feel like she, I feel like she's turned seven like three times. Feel five. <laughs> what What does five feel like? Five. Everybody treats you like a baby and mocks your voice. Ooh, exposed. We love your voice. Yeah, baby. Yeah. We adore it. Mocking and adoring are very different things. Yeah. We don't like it when you adore it. Okay. <laughs> um, chicken, and you had a birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. And you are how 18? old? Thirteen. You told me earlier. I said, "How are you doing?" You said, "Great." And I said, "Why?" And you said, "Because I'm 13. Yeah. <laughs> What's so great about that? I'm a teenager. That's good. Yeah. Being, why is being a teenager good? Because, because everyone wants to be it's a teenager. I don't want to be a teenager. I'll tell you that. It's a step in life. <laughs> but didn't you want to be a teenager when you were 12? Yeah, I was pretty uh, foolish. I want to be 28. You want to be 28? Why? That's how old your mother is. I mean, you don't have to wait that long. <laughs> when you're 18. 18. Well, yeah. My mom won't give me a freedom for, the, for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what do you, if, being a teenager, what do you think, how's your life going to change? I'm allowed to wear makeup now. <laughs> That's what you want? Yeah. You want to wear makeup? She's wearing it. Yeah. You're wearing it now? I can't even tell. Yeah, I didn't put on very much. That's that's what I'm talking on, about. I put on a little bit. Because a little I, bit. I can yeah. see it. She's wearing mascara. Do you know uh, why grown women wear makeup? Because uh, they, they think they look bad. Because they're old. <laughs> they start getting wrinkly. Okay, yes. They're old and wrinkly and they, and they want to look pretty <laughs> that we, um, men will kiss them. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. There's some truth there. Um, now, old and wrinkly might be an exaggeration. Depends on how old someone is. But generally, women wear makeup to look... Younger. Younger. Maybe like 13, to <laughs> 17, 20. That's old. So that my old. personal opinion is that you really don't need it, but your mother and you can manage this. And, my yeah. friends wear makeup. Poppy, 20 is old. Okay. Hold on a second. Your friends wear makeup? Mm-hmm. How's that relevant to the conversation? Well, you thought it was. Because <laughs> I want to wear makeup too. You want to just do what your friends do? Well, sometimes, not always. Kind of foolish. Okay. Your friends are foolish? Sometimes. Well, they're going to be listening to this. What? Okay. So sometimes you want to do what your friends do. Like what? Mm-hmm. Like makeup and. I don't know. Yeah? What are the things your friends do that you don't want to do? You're going to call them out? I want names. No, I'm just kidding. Color. They color. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they color. I love coloring though. Lydia. Lydia likes to color, and you don't want. Yeah, that's a bad influence. You don't want to just yeah. do what she does. No. So we have two teenagers in the house now. Me. Yeah. You're twelve. You're not. You're teenager. eleven. Chicken and Augie. Me. Augie's been very silent. Uh, Augie, you've been a teenager now for how long? Couple, well, just over a year. Yeah. You just turned fourteen. Ooh. Is your life is your life significantly different than from you were twelve? No. no. You have a job now, and you have a car and now. A car. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you were twelve, you didn't you weren't sporting wheels and and working. Of course, now you're not working anymore. Yeah. You got laid off. He lost a job, and I got one. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just Sorry, because of the coronavirus. Because they shut down all the restaurants. That's right. There's a lot of people who have lost their jobs. We know people. We don't need to name names, but we were just talking this morning about one of your friend's dads that was mm-hmm. laid off. So it's happening. It doesn't take long to shut stuff down. 
Poppy, do you have a job? Do I have a job? Yeah. You tell me. No. What makes you, you say right What makes you say no? Because he won't take us out to eat. Zissa, he does <laughs> take, take us out to, out to eat, out. and we can't right now because all well, the restaurants can, are closed. We, can do takeout. we could do takeout. We do, have done takeout. Like once. Is this mic working? Yeah, it is. Okay. You guys are just quiet. That mic seems really loud. I won't be quiet. I'll be loud. Can you turn that one up at all? It's turned up. Okay, Zissa, no thank you, baby. That's not... Uh, helpful to the audience <laughs> at all. Um, okay. Um, yeah. What's my job? Um, Zissa. To preach. Okay. And to be a dad. Okay, I am a dad, so that's my role. What's the difference between, my, between a role and a job? <coughs> a role you don't get paid for? Well, maybe. Your role is like bigger than your job. Your job, yes, what you get paid for. Yeah, but you know, I have a lot of roles. I'm a, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a son, I'm a citizen. There's all kinds of things I am. You're not a citizen. Nope. I am. Not a U.S. citizen. Not a U.S. citizen. No, that's true. You didn't say that, though. I'm a citizen of Mexico. the, hev that's why you can't the heavenly city. Avocado oh. from Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> um... That's right. My job is a pastor. What do I do as a as a pastor, Zissa? You preach. Is that all I do? You talk about God. Yeah. What else do I do? Do you have any idea what I do a whole week? So on Sundays when I'm not there preaching, what do I do? You Make meet disciples. with people. What'd you say? Make disciples. Yeah, Lord willing. Man, this this side of the room is just quiet. You guys scoot in here. <laughs> Our, like, our side like or that side? About to get some ASMR up in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, so I meet with people and do some training and coaching and encouragement and prayer and things like that. So a lot of different things, yep. So I do have a job, but who knows? Maybe I'll lose my job. Maybe. So let's talk about that. Let's talk. Well, anything else you guys want to talk about before I transition to uh, coronavirus? No. No. Yes. What? If you lose your job, we're moving to Florida. Okay, that's related though. There's something you wanted to talk about earlier. You told me you wanted to talk about when we came on the podcast. Oh, Bosco barks at every nothing. Wait, what? Bosco, Bosco our dog, bar barks at nothing. She sits at, yeah, I think she's seeing things. She's hallucinating. <laughs> um, but there was something else. There's a big change in your life coming up. Oh, you didn't want to talk about it. Okay, top Wait, secret. What? No, 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 no. We'll talk about it later. Okay, this is a top I secret. Need to know. Stay tuned. Sorry, I almost let the cat out of it. You guys know I'm terrible with secrets? Yes. Huh? Yes. You don't know? Do you, you guys know one of the worst violations of oh, a secret? I a secret. I've ever committed? Yeah. What? Uh, it was, I don't remember who, but you accidentally, it was Hannah. You told the church she was pregnant. Yeah, they had told us, and it was still on the DL, and I straight <laughs> up mentioned it from the pulpit. Like, So that's a bad combination. You got a guy who's bad at keeping secrets, and he's constantly on the microphone. <laughs> no, so don't tell me anything. So I tell you everything. Yeah, you've spoiled a lot of our birthday presents and stuff like that. And Poppy doesn't know our birthday presents until we open. No, them. but sometimes. Well, sometimes. not anymore. That's why. Yeah. Oh. oh I never thought about that, that before. Mama, Mama doesn't trust me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I could lose my job. You know, if enough people, other people lose their jobs or their income goes down, and they're not able to spend in the same ways they were. So that could happen. And you're saying if we do, we're moving to Florida? Yeah. 
said. Oh, maybe. We'll see. Maybe we'll stay here and be. I want to move to Ohio. You promised us if you got fired, we'd go to Florida. Well, we need you can't promise anything. Unless you control everything. Yeah, yeah that's right. So when I promise something, you should go, mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> like when you promise you won't tell a secret. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, like you. Now, but maybe. That would, that's my immediate gut reaction. Like, well, okay, we're released from here. But I don't know. Maybe we'd stay here and do something else and keep being with our church folks. Yeah, uh, but you couldn't get another job here because most churches don't believe you're a pastor when they see you. Like that you're one church. You're always dressed in black <laughs> and have your hat on. And like, what does that have to do with being a pastor? I don't know. Up. You look like you're you look- about to rob a bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when you walked in on Zissa's Upwards game, there were like a bunch of Christian parents sitting around in their nice shirts. And you walked in and were walking really weirdly. And like, kind of, <laughs> you're just like dressed in black and looking like you're going to murder someone. What do you mean walking weirdly? you like... Walking like a cool. gangster walk. Yeah. I don't have a gangster walk. You, you do. You, Papa, Trust you me. Are you look wrong. You are. I'm not a, I am not a gangster. You're a gangster. Okay, for homeschooling kids, it may seem that way, but trust me. <laughs> I've been tested and found wanting. So. Okay. You've been in jail. But what, let me ask you this. What should a pastor look like? Well, I don't really You've been in jail? Do you know Paul was in jail? I don't really think Eric that matters. Hansen. A pastor should look like Eric Hansen? Yeah, we have Paul like, from the Bible? Yeah. Uh, he was in jail for teaching about God. Yeah. You were in jail, were in jail because you were speeding. Well, that's speeding true. Without, without a license. A license. <laughs> that's true. Hold on, but but um, Paul went to prison for murder. Well, no, no, he didn't go to prison for murder, but he committed persecution and murder against God's church. What does that mean? Well, apparently, you, to be a pastor, it means you don't have to have a squeaky clean record. I, I don't actually think you do. Okay. It's just that there was that one time no one that you were trying to talk to the people about buying their church, and they didn't believe you and Glenn were pastors. So like, <laughs> something like that. Um, Augie, were you going to say something? They're throwing you under the bus here. Yeah. Um, Ooh. I'm, I'm used asked. to that. Well, you had mentioned that I didn't look like a pastor. And I'm just wondering what... Uh, you, oh, you said a pastor should look like Eric Hansen? Yeah. Why, why is that? He's white. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you, you guys need some education. You know, there's churches all in all cultures and in races. Oh, I know Christians, because he's white. Because oh he wears nice collared shirts. Collared shirts? Yeah. That's what makes a pastor. No, but that's what pastors look like in movies, so. Yeah, in like, movies, yes. And they pray with a different voice, so they're like, oh, they, 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 they change their voice? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, Issa? I think you should wear a white robe. A white robe? That's the choir, Zissa. Oh, my God. Well, some... That's the priest. And... That's Jesus, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I do... In some denominations, pastors wear robes when like they... black ones. Black they... or blue or just different colors. They're called vestments. Yes. Did they ever step on in their robe? Yeah, like they'll wear their regular outfit, and then they put on this kind of... Kind of like putting on a bathrobe. Like your pastor's You should wear color. that to church one day and just see how everyone reacts. Can you imagine me rolling in a vestment? I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna find one used on on Facebook or something. No, wear, wear mamas. Wear mamas. But I wear it during setup. Mama doesn't have a vestment. You mean her bathrobe? No, no. This looks. I'll show work. you. I'll this show you a picture. Way better, Zissa. I'll show you a picture of a vestment. You wear a tuxedo. Yeah. That is not under under the vestment. No. Yeah. No. Okay. So we have been on house arrest. 
Not really, because we're allowed to leave the house, right? There's nothing to leave the house for, so. Yeah. What about nature? All right, well, let me back up here. This is Friday, March 27th. So by the time this comes out, it'll be a little while past this. Might be a couple weeks later. We'll be further into this. But it's been about almost two weeks since the governor said no meetings of 10 or more people. So that meant like most for our church, that meant Sunday gatherings. It meant our groups. Yes. The Hansons are breaking the law. They have 11 people in their house. Yeah, but Eric and Rosie are married, so they're one flesh. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> they're still two separate. No, they're not. God says they are one flesh. So you can regard the the word of man or the word of God. I don't know, whatever. Poppy, but what if the, one of the policemen didn't believe in God? What, they didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they just have to take away one of their children. Yep. <laughs> Take away Hazel. Would it would be. They're gonna have to Big vote. Ben. They're gonna have to vote someone out. Yeah. Take away Hazel. Why? She can come over here with us. Yeah, we have room to spare. Take her out. <laughs> so we had um. So yeah, no groups of ten or more. They've co- they've closed down restaurants, bars, and recently they expanded that. They're closing down like clothing stores. So like up until now, TJ Maxx and <sighs> Target and stuff have been open. Well, maybe not Target because they have TJ food. Maxx is not. Target is Hobby Lobby. Yeah, That's the only stores I know that. Hobby Lobby is what? Open. Five open. Below open. Yeah, we went no. there for Tiki's birthday. Five Below is not open. We got open. our magnetic time sand glass. So all that say that. is... Oh, we actually got We've been in the house a lot more. Mm-hmm. How you guys feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling wise. It gives us more time to be outside. I wish we could go out. Because I don't like being trapped in the house all day. I feel wise. Okay, let's go down the line. Augie, you said you feel great. Tell me why. I just like lazy, being lazy. That's it. I think you just need to lean forward a little more. Like, see where they are? The volume, the volume jumps a lot more from, like, six inches. So, you feel great, you said? Why is that? I just like sleeping and laying around. So, this is like a dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get bored? Corona time. Like, you look... Time. Now here's the here's the deal. I know you can be. It's okay to be funny sometimes, but this is actually a big deal. So we want to. I'm not against us making jokes and all that, but what we do need to know is that different people experience this differently, and there's a couple advantages that we have. That well, there's a handful. Some of them are. Mama was already a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. So. Now, she still can't go out as much, but she knew what it, the life of being at home with four kids and caring for them all day. Some people, that's new for them, and it might seem simple, but it could just be a way different change of mind, um, of mindset. Mama was already a homeschooler. Yeah. Right? So, she, now, you guys were doing rolling, but she's been a homeschooler, so she knows what it's like to do that. Uh, Poppy hasn't been laid off. I might. Like fired, basically almost fired. Kind of like not have a job anymore. Now that might happen, but it hasn't yet. Um, and we have God food. Really wants us in Iowa. Yeah. We have food and things like that. So, um, And toilet paper. We have toilet paper. So for our experience might be different. Well, it is different than a lot of people. And there's a lot of people whose experience is like ours. But it's all, And some people are really sick. Yeah. You know? I was watching, so maybe we should watch some of these together. I was watching a video from a hospital in New York from a nurse inside the hospital and just they had to get a 
uh, a semi truck, like a freezer truck. Basically, it's a truck that can be cold, like a big old trailer you see rolling down the road, but it can be cold usually to transport food and things like that. Well, they had to get one of those to put dead bodies in because the rate at which people were dying were was higher than... That is really horrifying. It is horrifying. So there's a lot... Of, the other thing is we're in Iowa where just there's only been one death in Iowa so far. So, yeah. So remember that, right? So be thankful for where you are. Be prayerful for others. And... uh <laughs> Just try to have a balanced approach. So, but as far as you're concerned, you, this is a dream come true. Yeah. You haven't found yourself bored? Not a dream come true in the sense of all the tragedy, but in terms of you personally, lazying around. Yeah. Yep. So, Huggy. <laughs> now, here's the thing. You're not actually lazing around all day, because you, you guys still have things to do. Yeah, but it's so, like, the only really stuff that takes a while is when we go to school. Homeschool stuff, you can get done most of it in an hour. Yeah. 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 So. So then what? Okay, so what do you do with your day, Augie? Sleep. That's not true. <laughs> it is true. You've been sleeping more? Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. you also do, like I heard you the other day practicing drums. Um, what else do you do with your life? Just draw on your phone. What's that? Draw. Draw? Legos. Yep. <clears throat> I signed you some books. You guys haven't started reading them, have you? I have. I, have, I started reading I the have. Jesus Freaks books, and I, I was listening to the Insanity I read books. some. Okay. I, like three pages because mine don't come with chapters. My book doesn't yeah. have chapters. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get back to that. Okay. So overall, you feel okay. Well, we'll see how that goes over the long haul. Okay. Zessa, how are you feeling through all this? You said you feel wise. <coughs> are you just being silly or what do you mean? I was silly. Silly? Well, how are you really feeling about all this? Good. Good? Okay. Speak nice and loud. Seriously. Why? What, why do you feel all right or good about this? Same thing as Augie. Yeah. You like all the extra spare time? See, some people get really uh, unsettled by that. They're like, I feel that way. I'm okay because I know how to occupy my time. But like like when we go on vacation and we're just like sitting for hours on the beach or something, like I go, oh my gosh, like I've got to go for a walk. i got to read. i got to do, do something. It's hard for me to rest. And then uh, to do that, you know, for a long time without some of the things that God gave us to, to you. Can you check these cameras, make sure they're still rolling? Um, here, I'll just check this one. This one's good. You might want to check oh, that yeah. too. It might have shut off. Yeah, we're good. Um, so some of the things that, that we usually do, like work, yeah. is actually is good for us. Like God gave that to us. It's not a punishment. and uh, Because it's good for us to use our minds, be creative. God works. What does God do? What's his job? He controls the whole world. That's right. So he works... Day in, day out, all the time. The whole universe. He's running it. He's creating. He's mo- So he's like, and he likes it. He's not like, oh, got to get to work today. When's my break? You know what I mean? So he, it's good. It's good to be creative. Um, and so you guys know what that's like. When you're doing something you like, when you're playing Legos, you're really working. It's Playing is like children's work. Right, you're creating something. You're doing something now. Legos is very hard. Like you get crack. neck cramps. And yeah, because yeah, you have to like lean your neck. Like a crack. So much. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. So anyway, work is good. So then, when that's taken away from you, it's like, oh, what do we? we what do we now. do? Yeah. So rest is good, but work is good too. So what does it look like to work when our job is different? And so, yeah, uh, chicken. How are you feeling about all this? I don't like it. You don't. No. Why? Because there's just nothing to do all day. And like, 
I don't get to like see anyone like we're just home all the time and not doing anything and just not about anything i know but like so little it's so easy to get stuff done beside like the things yeah there's only so you want to do yeah when you have a task it takes 15 minutes and then mm-hmm. what are you gonna have 175 tasks like it's too much you guys were out in the woods yeah we go outside a lot and i like we're gonna bake things and clean and stuff like that you saw some deer the other day when you were out there yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, from what I understand, they were practicing social distancing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when they saw you, they were like, we got to go. We were out in the woods, um, and we were walking down, and three deer ran across the other side, like right in front of us. It was really awesome. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. So you, you're missing the relationships, the mm-hmm. people. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm okay for now, because we've done this. Like when we go to Ohio or Florida, like we don't see all the people we see for a couple weeks, and it's fine. But this can't last. This this needs to change, and that would mm-hmm. be harder the longer it went on. Like, I'd want to be with our friends, our church, and things like that. So, Legra, how are you doing with all this? I don't like it. You don't at like all. it either. It's so boring. Yeah. Um, I don't like how we don't go out anywhere, like barely, and then I mean we go on walks. We don't like... see any of like our friends or anything like that. Where did you used to go that you don't go anymore? I don't know. You don't remember? Like church school. and rise and school. Yeah, yeah, all those and, things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Target. We went five to Target below. yesterday. Oh, you did? Yeah. And five Below. Well, Five Below is a, a lie. Yes. Tell us, Zissa. I want to hear from Zissa. Oh, yeah. Your thoughts on Five Below. Five it's below. horrible. It's called Five Below, and they do stuff that's $10 or more. Uh-huh. Yeah. It should be called Ten Below. They changed it all the time. You can't change it from its name. Its name is Five Below. You can't put stuff. And it was Five Below for a while, but it changed all of a sudden. So what if you owned a McDonald's, and then you decided you were going to start selling tires instead of burgers? Should you still call it McDonald's? No, No. you call it Tire Dogs. I feel like maybe that's different, but I because it's not like describing what they have in their name. McDonald's is the name of the guy. Five. Yeah. But, it's but below five below five. is literally for five dollars and below. That's what I'm saying. So they should change the name because they change yeah. what they're doing. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's another tragedy. Um, Life is hard. Yeah. So we're missing our friends and things like that. So, um, yeah. Well, like I said, you have unless you're reading a lot of news about this, which you're not. I don't. You guys, no, you give us. We can hear you telling Mama when like and we I get a lot of updates from Mama. you. I get updates. About it too. Um, Jake was listening to the news. Do you think it's hard to care about what's happening to other people? So, like, right now there's a pandemic. People are shut down. People are dying. People are losing their jobs. And, uh, and your guys' perspective is, and I'm not just blaming you. This is how we are as humans. Um, you know, you feel great about it. You feel fine. You don't feel fine, but it's mostly because you're missing your friends. And which we have a very narrow view of, like, how this is affecting me. Do you think it's hard to identify or empathize? Do you know what empathize means? Like imagine? Have sympathy? Feel for someone? Yeah, so sympathy means to... Well, let's, let's look these up. I feel sympathy means to, to, to care for someone else's pain. Empathize means to share in it. Like you feel like if I'm sad, you, you're sad. You know what I mean? Like to empathize, to feel with. Um, so it's hard to enter into other people's suffering. So 
they're out there. We know that things are happening. We know that people are losing jobs. We know that people are dying and sick. And it's hard to connect with that. Why do you think that is? Um, because you don't know how it feels. Well, simply put. <laughs> okay, next question. <laughs> do you ever empathize with someone? So, like, if Mama is sad, do you ever get sad? Yeah. That's, yeah. Em- that's empathy. Yes. Okay. Why? Because Why is it easier to do that than to empathize with, let's just say, people in the hospital in New York? Because we don't know them really. Like, it's hard for us to care for them because we don't know, we don't know who they are. And they're far away. Yeah. yeah. Far away. Now, I'm not saying that's necessarily right in terms of a good thing, but... It's not. I don't think so. But that, you think it's not right? I don't think that's right. I think we should still empathize. Even though we don't know people? Mm-hmm. Why should we empathize with people we don't know? Because it's nice. Okay. It's good. Well, keep going. Why else? Why should we empathize with people we don't know? We could help them and then they would ask us why. We could teach them about God. Well, that's certainly true. It would be We could show them who God is and tell them about him. Okay. Why else? Um, I should have taken those wind chimes down. I know. I kind of... about that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because. Why do you, why do, okay, let's go back to um, why it's easy to empathize, say, with Mama. Is because you know her? And she's close to us. Like, and we to, love her. She's actually around love us. Love her. Okay. So, do you love the people in New York? No. Mm. I don't know anyone in New York. Okay. That's good. That's, that's true. That's honest. Um, okay. So, is it possible to love people we don't know? Yes. Okay. I, I don't feel like I could really love someone I don't know. <laughs> An arranged marriage? No, <laughs> Maybe. I mean, like, I could, like, like kind of, like want them to be happy like I don't really want anyone to be like okay. hurt or sad yeah, but yeah. I don't really think that's like love so love. there's different types of love right so there's the love of like um, <clears throat> you know say between a husband and a wife it's romantic it's passionate mm-hmm. if you know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah we do um, then there's family love right strong connection commitment when it's healthy um, there's friendship love right love your friends but you love them differently then you love, say, a future husband or a mom. Um, then there's a general love for, the, for people in general. So when I'm saying, can you love someone you don't know, I don't mean the same way you would love your husband. But I mean, just in a way, the way that God tells us to love him, right? He says, love me and love everyone basically love your enemies love your neighbor yeah. love he's there's no one that gets god going to put on a list and say well you don't have to love them if we said hey god should we love the people in new york he would say what do you think he would say yes, yes. he'd say yes so now we're we're saying it's hard to do that right because we for us it's really easier to love someone when we we interact with them we talk with them we get to know their their person and being our lives overlap so i think God is saying, I want you to know that your lives overlap with the people in New York. How so? How are, do our lives overlap with the people in New York? 
or India or China or wherever? Um, you can just seek to help them. Okay, what do we have in common with them? We're sinners. We're humans. Okay, what is a human? Soul. Flesh. Okay, where did it come from? God. 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 Technically, the ground. Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, yeah. so the first man. Um, so God made them, which makes him their father. Their father. Um, now, there's different ways. He's a father to Christians in a special way, but <clears throat> Ephesians 3 says he's, he's the father of all. He made them all. So technically, they're your, they're your brothers and sisters, right? They have the same father, or the way by the God, God puts it is they're, they're made in the image of God. Right, so there's. It's hard for us to get that. I'll get you in a second, and connect with that. But that's what God wants you to know. But, hey, those people in New York, I made them too. I love them, and they're like you. They have the same fears, same hopes, same pains, and that can draw. It's called the kind of the brotherhood of man. You can draw um, empathy if we if we think about it and we ask God to help us. Yes, Sissa, what were you gonna say? Everyone is related. Nice and loud. Everybody's related to everybody. That's right. That's right. We really are brothers and sisters in a sense. No right? one could just appear. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody could appear. No, everyone was made by him. so he's And through one another is what she's saying. Usually right? they're in birth, not just poof. That's right. They don't pop out of nowhere. They're, they, come, they share the common family and blood of humankind. Right? And, yeah. and God wants us to care for that. Now, I understand that it's hard when they're out there. They're distant. And, and so, um, but thinking about it, talking about it, praying about it, watching stories about it. This is why I have you read some of the books I, I want you to read, like Jesus Freaks. Um, because it's the story of all over the world and all over history, how different people have died for Jesus, witnessed to him in different cultures. And it helps get you out of the bubble of Cedar Rapids, Iowa, or the insanity of God. You started reading that. Did that make any sense? Is it making sense? Yeah. Yeah. He's in Somaliland. Sure. Somaliland. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know where that is. It's in Africa. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, and what, what did I have you reading? I'm reading Vintage. Vintage Church. Church yeah, it's a good old Driscoll. Um, so anyway, some of the stuff I want us to break out of our bubble, right? Like, let's listen to what's going on besides just in our our home and then the other thing is that it helps you realize how fragile you are like hey right now you guys feel okay yeah. but it could turn really quickly if they suddenly lock down and no one's allowed to leave their houses and there's not enough food on the shelves and I do lose my job like oh my gosh <laughs> and there's not enough gas even to drive to you know say Ohio and be with Memo and Papa or something like we're just stranded here like it's fragile it can go really quickly so Maybe you feel kind of, it's not too bad right now. And I don't mean we should run around panicked, but I mean, it's healthy to know. Be aware. Be aware. James tells us that our life is but a vapor, a mist that's here and then gone tomorrow. And that's a good thing to know because it makes you, what does it do? If you know that, if you're aware that your life is a vapor, Augie, what does that, what does that do? You know, trust in God and not your life. Okay, good. Yeah. Anything else? Well, James says one of the things is that it helps you not boast, not pro- realize you can't promise. You can't 
right? You can't promise any, every, anything unless you control everything. Well, James says you don't control anything. So you don't brag and be braggy about, well, we'll be fine and we'll, you know, you don't know. So trust God. That's right. That's right. Um, let's see. Maybe just a little more here. Do you think God knows about what's going on with the coronavirus? Yes. Yeah, he made it come. He made it happen. So he's making all this happen. So what makes you say that? Because he needs to make bad stuff or else we'll think that we're perfect. Okay, let's back off here a little bit. Um, what, what makes you say that God is making this happen? Yes, Legra. Because he controls everything. What makes you say that? Because that's what it says in the Bible. How do you know? Because I've read the Bible. Right. So it's not just because I told you? No, I've read. because you told me. <laughs> Which is fine. I'm your father and a teacher, but you guys need to see, just like anybody, when I'm preaching at church, people out there need to see if what I'm saying is actually what's in the Bible. Because that's my job. My job isn't to get up there and, here's what I think. It's to say, here's what's in the Bible. And then talk about how it applies to life. And they need to go, hmm, is it? And go, yes or no. So you've been, you're a good Berean. That's what they call that. You've, you've been checking my words against the Bible. So every time I talk, you go and get your Bible out? No. When I'm like, dinner's at six, you go get your Bible? No. Check, see if it's true? No. But you dinner's have read the Bible? never at six. Dinner's at like three. <laughs> dinner's at three now. Literally, we ate at 3.50 last yeah. Mom was really hungry. Yeah. Still not three. Okay, so God, I agree. God controls everything, which includes this. Now, how do you think about that, though? So you're you're just telling me that God sent the coronavirus? Yep. And people are dying from it? Yep. Yep. What's that make you think about God? Or have you thought about that? I don't like these podcasts. It's like, like at Rise, I'm able to think about my thoughts before I give an answer. That's all right. That's take some time. We'll take some time as they think or as they talk. It's like God has to have bad things to happen because we would think we were perfect and didn't need Him if bad things didn't well, happen. Well, that's like why we sin, I think, because we sin because if we didn't sin, we'd just be like God if we were perfect. So I think He sends bad things to like. I don't know yet, but sure. I think that's I think that's true too. It's to reveal part of it. There's a lot here. Part of it is to reveal he's in control. Well, to reveal that the world is vincible, because we're going to tend to. Tr- so this is what's happening in Isaiah right now. Who actually we'll talk about it uh, this Sunday. <clears throat> um, we trust the world instead of God. God does us the favor of shaking the world. So it's very related. If we, if we, because both revealing our sin and revealing the the f- fragileness or the invincibility of the world makes us turn to Him. So if we're not holy, we turn to the Holy One. If the world isn't invincible, we turn to the invincible One. Right. So He's showing that we can't trust in these things. Right. Because we could trust. We tend to trust in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Our yeah, friends. He's showing it's invincible. That's right. That's right. So that might be hard, you know, to hear, but it's, you can hopefully hear the good heart behind it. If he's, 
It's called a severe mercy. Think about those words. There's actually a book called a severe mercy. What does the word severe mean? Intense. What's that? Serious. Intense. What do you think, Og? Uh, yeah, same as mine. Let's look up the actual definition of severe. Okay. Ooh, yes. Hey, Jessica, sit, sit up. We're almost done here, all right? So, uh, something bad or undesirable, very great and intense. So it's something that's bad and undesirable, but very great and intense, right? So a severe butt whooping. <laughs> you guys remember those? Yeah. Why did you laugh? I said severe butt whooping. It makes you laugh. Those are the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get them. This one didn't get them. Well, you bought to. They've been, I've been storing up. You've been storing up wrath. Um, okay, so severe. Something very great and intense. But what about mercy? What's that mean? Forgiveness. Okay. Grace. It's related to grace. Augie, chicken, what do you think? Taking the blame for mm -hmm. someone else's. Well, that's one way mercy can play out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just agree with like forgiveness. Okay. Yeah, compassion or forgiveness <clears throat> shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. So the point is getting something you don't deserve, right? So it's a good thing, right? Who doesn't want mercy, right? It's a good thing from God. So it's kind of like grace, like it's just this good thing from God that we're receiving. It's severe mercy. What do you think? Those words seem to go together? Like one's harsh and hurtful and undesirable, and the other one's like desirable. It's the undesirable desirable. <laughs> what do you think, Zissa? Um, like, we're sinners and God's good. Yeah. Like so, God forgives us. Like the bad thing, it's like our sin, and then God like forgives us. We do the severe, yeah. does the mercy. All right, so here, let's take it back to the coronavirus situation. Is sending the coronavirus severe? Yeah. 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 And, all, and it's not just coronavirus. There's worse things that have happened and worse things that will happen. Like there's been nuclear war. There's been millions, hundreds of millions dead in wars over the years. There's been tons of deaths and pandemics that have gone, been worse than this um, is so far. There's been unemployment, there's been economic, economic crashes, there's all kinds of stuff. Those are all severe things that God has brought, right? So bringing the coronavirus is severe. Is it a mercy? Yes. Again, we already talked about why, but just tell me why again. Because, like, people find their safety with him now because, like, there's... Well, some will. Some will. Yeah. It's like in my audiobook, like, they just got away from the concentration camp that they were in, but one of the guys is super sick, and this other guy that's not a Christian... Because, like, he doesn't know what to do. He starts, like, praying to God. Like, he could become a believer because there was nothing else. He just... Yeah. That was a severe mercy, mm -hmm. right? That's good. So, anyway, that's the thing. That's what we have to understand. So, it's like when we look at the cross. Is Was that severe? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. Just why, what makes you say it was severe? They nailed him to a cross. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty severe. Was it a mercy? No. Yeah, yes. Yes. To us. Yeah. Right. So, one of the things we always teach at Redeemer is the way he is, is the way things are. So, when we look at the cross, 
and we think, how could something so horrible be come from a good God? And you just just look at the cross. Is it horrible? Yes. Is it great? Yeah. It's great and terrible, right? So if we get it there, if we get it at the cross, then we can see it other places, right? It's not easy, especially when you're feeling pain and suffering and losing, but that's the answer. So good stuff. All right. Any final thoughts? Who's got any good jokes? Not really. No. I asked you to write some jokes so we could do it. I actually got like two, but I forgot them. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you were. Oh, you were gone. The, it was the weekend you were at the Myers, and I told the girls write two jokes and we'll do a stand-up comedy show. I had one, but I already told you. Remember when um when Zissa was like being technically still being punished because like she was just being bad, but like you couldn't when you would spank her and would it hurt her and you didn't want to like break her face, so you couldn't break her face. I never hit her in the I face. Know, but I mean, break like her actually break like, my butt. Hurt her and you couldn't begin, but the amount you were spanking her wasn't hurting her, and then you guys started putting her in cold showers. And then she and then, liked those. <laughs> and then she liked those too. So, so then you spanked her again. And then she just, didn't like it. You just it. kept on losing. We're gonna have to delete this part of the episode, or uh, Children's Services is gonna. They're not into the severe mercy stuff. Oh, I think it's good. Yeah, uh, that was that, none of that actually happened, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's one of our jokes. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's funny. That's a good joke. Please help. Did you have a joke? No. No? That was it. That was your joke. The best jokes are just in the moment. Yes. A banana slice. Guys, thank you. Appreciate it. I love having you guys. This is like the only time we talk. That's not no, true. That's not at true. dinner, you no. forced us to stay at the table. Remember? I was sleeping. Oh, you know what's exposed is that I have to force you. Poppy, I actually that you don't want to get up. That you don't want to stay there with Bobby, me. Poppy, I want to go. You've never seen me leave and not come back. I always stay until we all leave. It's... You will never leave me or forsake me. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Okay, okay. Then I'm gonna stay. While That's why you're my favorite. Thank you. Oh, uh, is this a Poppy just okay. called Chicky your favorite? Up? His favorite. You know it's not true, baby. <laughs> What? Poppy, stop. They don't know. I know. They weren't listening. We don't know you're his favorite. No, you don't know. Okay, we know the secret. All right. I think it's time to end the episode. Yeah, me too. This thing is unraveling. So, hey, love you guys. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. And, uh, yeah, let's, let's ask God for empathy to, to, and it's not just during the coronavirus, it's, all the time to care increase our love for others for one another for oh oh i gotta drop this here's one of the reasons it's hard to empathize with uh people we don't know so when we say we empathize or love those that we know because we know them it's usually part of it is because they're actually just serving us and that's what we love we love ourselves and they <laughs> that's the reason i don't love you father <laughs> i don't serve you So anyway, chew on that. All right, everyone, see you later. Have a good week. Bye.